It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Somebody who is definitely feeling a bit outnumbered at the moment is this stressed-out mama who contacted us during the week. I think a lot of people will identify with this. I wonder if your listeners can help me, PJ. I'm a mum of two. My six-year-old boy started junior infants in September. He loves school, seems to be happy out with his new classmates and his new friends. But in the last few weeks, he seems to have turned into a hormonal teenager. I don't even recognize him from the little boy he was a few short months ago. He's ignoring me when I ask him to do something, rolls his eyes to heaven anytime I say anything, kicks his siblings and throws tantrums if he doesn't get his way. He used to be such a funny, good-natured kid. I've no idea what's come over him. He reminds me of the old Kevin the Teenager character from, from Harry Enfield. God help you. I'm just wondering if any mums and dads out there have experienced this with new school-going kids. Is it a phase... Will he snap out of it? He's too big for the naughty step. He is in my aunt Nelly. However, I'm just roaring at him all the time. And I hate that too. Any advice from other parents is welcome. From a stressed out mama. One of the things about having small children when they turn six or seven is being a pain in the arse is part of their job. That that's That's how it is. However... That's only me spoofing. Let us get on to Steph McSharry and Bethany O'Reardon, who together run the Mums Mind podcast. Ladies, good morning to you. Good morning. Hi, Steph and, and, and Bethan. Welcome to, as I'm told, self-proclaimed cork blow-ins. But I, I love the, the catchphrase, how to stop your mother falling out of your, out of your mouth. Before we move on to talking to the person who, about the person who wrote it, what's that mean? Steph. Because <laughs> we all have those moments, right? Where you say something, you, maybe you're going to count to three and you're going, I'm going to count to three. And in your head, you're going, and I don't know what's going to happen next. Yes. <laughs> and you're saying it thinking, oh, I vowed I'd never be like my mom. I'd never say those kind of things. You know, wait till I, wait till your dad gets home or, you know, go up into your room. And you're there going, I, I, I don't know what's happening. What just happened? My mother fell out of my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, you've five seconds to do what I'm telling you, or to five, you've five <laughs> yeah. seconds to come over here. But, but Bethan, yeah. we, we all do it, mums and dads. We, we all do that. It, it, it's, we think it's because cause they don't come with an instruction book. I only discovered that when I had children. They don't come with a book. 
Yeah, me too. I'm firm. I, I stand firmly by your side there. I'm a mom of three, and what we do is we all go into our parenting default mode. So we treat our children how we were treated ourselves, and sometimes that works really well. And sometimes our mother falls out of our mouth, and we think, "Oh no, I really didn't want to be this parent right now." And that's kind of what what I was thinking in response to the to the listener who wrote in. Like, I so get where she's coming from because every parent has been that parent that roared and doesn't feel great about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's what's going to happen? What are you going to do when when a six year old is is wrecking your head? And and in the case of boys, what's that to say about boys? You know, girls break your heart. Boys break <laughs> your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking around my house here, it's pretty broken from the boys, Shout- all right? Shouting seems to be the only thing that works sometimes. Oh, uh, I mean, okay, so like I'm I'm a mom and I'm human as well. So we all have a limit and we all have a point. But I'm also a psychotherapist. So that means that I'm in this really lucky position of sitting with... I, I, I work with people over the age of 13 and I don't shout at them when they come to me. You know, when they come for help and I say, I can't believe you did that. Oh, my God. You see, the thing that helps people create change is when they feel heard and understood and safe. And the really the main goal of a parent is to help their kid learn the edges of life. And we all learn the edges of life by doing the wrong thing first. You know, nobody just knows how to act and knows how to be. You know, we all do the wrong thing and we say the wrong thing and then our parents help us along the way. But really, that can only be done with kindness. But isn't there a thing, Bethan, and come in on this, Steph, if if you want to. You say the wrong thing, but like I, like we both, we all found out when they arrived, there isn't an instruction book. There is no right and wrong. You do what works. Yeah, it's hard to know what works, though, isn't it? And especially when they're this small, like there's a saying that all behaviour is communication because no six-year-old is going to walk through the door and say, Mum, I had a really tough day today. I had to sit still all day. I didn't get to drink my water. I didn't get to drink eat a proper lunch. And now I'm really peed off. No six-year-old's going to do that. And unfortunately, that comes out in behaviour. So they'll come home. Like my son's really jiggly and if but he manages to sit still all day in school, but then by the time he gets home he's fit to burst. He's wound up like a spring. Exactly. So I think that's what this mum has to do and kind of work out because I think the fact that his behaviour has changed after school means something's not suiting him and she has to kind of try and figure out what it is. And unfortunately with a six-year-old you can't sit down and say, right, now, can you tell me why your behaviour has changed over the last couple of months because I'd really like to know. You can't negotiate with a (laughs) six-year-old. Sometimes I struggle to negotiate with people who are 46. I can't negotiate with a six-year-old. But Bethan, one of my dearest friends in the world is a mother of seven and I remember when my kids were growing up the twins so we went through the whole thing at the one time remember complaining bitterly on the phone about something that my my daughter had done and the calm collected answer came back I said she's a pain in the (laughs) she's seven that's her job yeah and there's an amount of that there isn't there but they're, well, yes. I mean, the thing is, children don't have a fully developed brain. They don't have life experience. They can't, they don't have the ability to stop and reflect. They don't have impulse control. So they just do things. Children just do things. And the role of a parent is, in the therapy world, we'll say, well, can you love your child the same? 
if you're really annoyed with them, if you're feeling embarrassed, as if they've just done something that you're really proud of. And I mean, that doesn't mean that parents aren't allowed to be peed off and angry and overwhelmed and like, oh my God, not again. Mm. Like that, but that's our world. When kids, you know, as Steph was saying, behind every behavior, there's a feeling. And behind the feeling, there's a need. And children always need to be to feel safe. Like, if they can't give out to you about you, who can they give out to? You know, and they're simply letting you know, I'm not okay. But it doesn't come out in this really pretty, like, Mom, I'm not okay. Can I talk? It comes out in eye-rolling and totting and all these other things that just can be really annoying for us. And that's okay. In terms of the the person who's gotten in touch with us, this lad is six going going on seven started school was really happy and then things have changed in the last few weeks as a parent myself my first thoughts would be has something happened Mm. yeah and if something happened how are you going to get him to tell you would and my, my my second thought would be should I talk to his teacher yeah. You're the one who want to say that one. Yeah, well, I think you've got to play detective a bit, right? So when they come in from school, the, what you've got to do is make sure that they're fed, that they're not thirsty. My daughter, who's nearly 12, will go a whole day and not touch her water bottle sometimes, and that means she can be like a demon when she walks through the door. So make sure that they're, they're fed, they're not thirsty, they're not wrecked, and have they had some kind of break, be it outside kicking a ball, or maybe your little one just likes to veg out in front of the TV for half an hour. So make sure that's all dealt with first, and then see how they are. But yeah, I would definitely talk to the teacher. Have they noticed a change? Is something going on at school? Or is it just the fact that you know the novelty of school has worn off? Mm. I know the realisation that they have to go there every day for the next however many years sometimes can play a part too, you know? Bethan, every every parent's worst nightmare and the one you don't want to think about is something could be somebody could be hurting your child when their personality seems to change like that. Yeah, absolutely. And what I say to parents is whilst that is really can but it is really scary and it is really overwhelming you can totally help your child work through that, you know, because trauma for children isn't really only the thing that's happened, it's the being alone in it. So I think this mom's done amazing because she's like, I know that something has changed. Something has changed and my child needs me in a different way. And so as Steph said, it's be the detective, figure out what has gone on in school. And you can ask a child, I mean, I know they might not tell you, but you could get like, I don't know if the child's into dinosaurs or Lego figures or dollies or whatever he's into, get some kind of figure and act it out so if this is you in the yard where's your friend what games are you playing you know and 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 see like he might say well they're over there and i'm over here and then you know you know okay well maybe he's not playing with anybody but ask the teacher because schools only really ever want the best for your child too you know so i would i i would ask and, and 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 if you do hear something that you don't know what to do then just find somebody who can help you you know, because there is always someone that can help you support your child through anything. Yeah. Because you're going to have to do it now when they're six, and then when things get really messy when they're a teenager, you'll have to do the same thing then. So now is a really good time to practice being that kind of like, uh, you know, that kind of warrior mom who's like, I'm totally exhausted and I don't know what to do, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. We, we all like to be the parent to whom our child would bring anything. That yeah. nothing is off the table. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And, you know, you can start to drill that message into maybe a 16-year-old head. But can you start to drill it into a six-year-old head? Is there a language you can use to say to a six-year-old who has changed if there's yeah. something going on, you can tell me. Well, I think it's the language that you don't use. You know, like, I know this mom is really struggling with shouting, and I get that, but it's possible to change that. So I think it's more the things... Children know how we feel about them, right? This is this is the biggest thing about children, is they know how we feel about them. So if we can be kind and caring and patient, oh, patient, you know, all parents have had to learn this word patience like they never did do before in their lives. And parents always say to me, but I can't stop shouting. And I say, but if, if I was going to give you like a million euros the next time you were going to open your mouth to shout, you might open your mouth, you might take a huge breath going to roar, but even like halfway through, you'd stop and say, oh, sorry about that. I don't know what I was doing. You know, so we just have to, if you want your child to come to you in 10 years time, well, that relationship starts now. That relationship starts when kids are really young, that they can roll their eyes. They can say or do things because you accept them. You accept them for who they are. Yeah, yeah. There was a psychologist um, I knew a new one time used to wear a, a T-shirt when she was teaching a class or lecturing she the t-shirt was wtf <laughs> and we'd all know like well what that mean the yeah. t-shirt the meaning of the t-shirt was what's the function now bethany you're a psychotherapist and, and and steph your own view on this well what's the function and her meaning was every behavior be it a child or be it an adult every behavior that's out of the ordinary has a function and our job is to try to understand the function of that behaviour. Why is it happening? Yeah, we often talk about, on the, the Mum Mind podcast, we often talk about playing detective. Yeah. And it's almost like you kind of have to work out what's going on because you can, say, you can sit down next to your child and say, look, I've noticed a few changes and it's okay, we've got this, we can figure this out together. But at the end of the day, you're just kind of looking and observing and trying to work out what's going on with them. 
Beth, have you ever tried to drill down or can you help parents to drill down and see what is going on? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a huge part of my work. I, I, I run an online parenting community called the Cam Parenting Club, and that is exactly what we do. We try and pull apart like, okay, well, what is my parent's response to this and what is actually going on for the child? But the thing I say to all parents is, and uh, I mean, I, I mean this in an inspirational, positive way, is that this is a lifetime's work. You don't have to know the answers now. So it's not a lifetime's work like a cross to bear. It's like, okay, I'm going to help figure you out the same way I'm still figuring me out, and I'm in my 40s, you know. But in the meantime, we'll do it with play and we'll do it with fun. Sorry, that was that was the other thing I, w- I wanted to, to say to this mom was try and be playful because it changes the tone of everything in the house. So when you get the eye rolling, instead of shouting about it, if you do need to open your mouth and say something, you can kind of... Being playful changes the tone and it makes the kid feel safe. So you can say something like, what are you doing rolling your eyes at me? And give them a tickle or like a rub on the head or a kiss on the head. Whatever you do to say that like, I see it. I see that you're peed off with something at the minute. But you can laugh about it. Because if we don't laugh about things, then children can begin to feel shame for things. So we want the laughter instead, you know? The question that the email posed is it a phase? Will he snap out of it? I don't think that's one you can answer yes or no to. Is it, Steph? No, I think she's got to work out what's going on first. Because because she's noticed the change. It's like Bethan said, she's done really well. She's noticed that there's a big change, a big shift in him. She, she's got to work out what's happening for him first. I, it doesn't sound like a phase at that age. Um, Bethan would know more than I would about a six-year-old going through a phase. It's, it sounds more like he's trying to tell her something but doesn't quite have the words yet. That doesn't have the language yet. That's, that's, yeah. I, was, I was thinking of that myself. Here's Sarah's been on she said my little fella started school this year too he's now very afraid of everything and very anxious at night time i think the kids in school start talking about stuff like death or monsters and and they scare each other he now wants to sleep with us every night and he's very clingy i'd say the change to big school can be a bit traumatic Oh, that sounds oh I just I, I just want to cuddle everyone in the family. Um yeah, I think it is because you know, you come out of the safety of your little family unit and you go to big school. But that's where parents mustn't be afraid to talk to with children about things and not talk in a kind of like, right, I'm gonna give you a presentation now on anxiety but just hear what kids are saying and say, Yeah, that is that is really scary when people talk about monsters, you know? Because and, 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 and if the behaviours come out in anger or anxiety, it's really important that, yes, we help children learn the edges of life, but the children are allowed to express them and they don't keep them in because that doesn't go well down the line. Do you know, as parents ourselves and whatever's happening outside the house, is there a time when the adults, before they have a conversation, should make every effort to ensure that the child can't hear it? If you're worried about money, if you're worried about work, if you're worried about something, that you have that conversation out of the children's earshot because they hear and they take it in. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, children absorb what's going on around them. They are like sponges and they cannot regulate themselves. You know, the brain has finished developing at what, something between 23 and 25. So, you know, kids' fear response and their anxiety response is absolutely huge. So we must separate like, okay, this is adults and I will protect you as a child. Yeah. First step, I think, though, for this particular mama who's gotten in touch with us, talk to the teacher and see can you talk to your youngster and see what can you figure out what's going on. Do de- yeah. go detective, Steph. Is what she's yeah, absolutely. Pay detective, and also just all those basic things, kind of after school. Make sure they've had plenty to eat and drink, that they're not tired, that they've had a chance to move, just so that you've kind of ticked that list and make sure they're okay in that department. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, sorry, I, I, I think also one more thing is just to say to the mum that it's okay to say to your child, "I don't really know what's going on either." but I am going to help it become okay. Yeah, that's that's and, good. You know, and then that stops all kind of anxious talk about like, is it this, is it this, is it this? When we go into that kind of like clucky mother hen sort of panicky mode and the kid's looking at us like we've lost our marbles, you know, we just say, I don't know either, but yeah. I'm going to, we'll get there together. Lastly and briefly to you both, my kids are in their in their 20s now. So, and it's a whole different kind of parenting, is it? But yeah. I think I think things have changed. I wonder are do we over helicopter a little bit nowadays, ladies? <laughs> I think so. I mean, here's the thing, parenting isn't stopping a child getting into difficulty. It's giving them a hand when they're in it because we can't stop kids getting, I don't know, making fools of themselves, do, saying something they shouldn't say, doing the wrong thing. Uh, that's life, right? I did that a million times over when I was their age and more. So parenting isn't about stopping those things. It's about being there with them to help them out of it. That's wisdom ever I heard it. Steph, your own take on what I just asked? Yeah, I remember saying to Bethan on the podcast one week, I'd been to, the the school had put on a, a talk about drugs and the whole message about the drugs was don't take them, don't do it, you know, this can be what happens if you do, you could die, this could happen. And I kind of came away from it going, yeah, I get that, but I also just wanted my kids to know if it happened, because let's face it, the reality is someone in their social circle is going to go down that route uh-huh. at some point, uh-huh. that they can come and tell me that it's okay. We all mess up sometimes. So no matter what, it's okay to come and talk to me. I didn't want them to have that absolute fear that, oh God, if I do this or if my friend does this, I cannot possibly talk to my mom. So I think it's just having that acceptance and that openness and that language with with your kids that it's okay to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And there's nothing and there never will be anything you can't bring home to me. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Listen, Steph McSherry, who created Kinderama, a multi-activity program for kids running in creche online and in school for over 20 years. And Bethany O'Reardon, a mom of three and a psychotherapist working with families over 15 years together. They do the Mum Mind podcast. It's based here in Cork and available on all the usual platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you both. I don't know if there's anything in there for the... 
a person who emailed us I, 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 there's a lot of wisdom in what they're saying an awful lot kids need to be allowed to use their imagination and to play they can't be controlled all the time stop organising everything says Kate bring the child for a spin and a chat or if an older cousin can chat my daughter was being bullied and I had no idea until she wouldn't go to a birthday party and then it all came out when I went to the school, they were totally unaware. So the teacher might say that her son is fine. But go with your gut. Go with your gut. If you think something's up, if you think something's off, if you think something's changed, the chances are it probably has. And as Steph and Bethan say, time to play detective. Quartz 96 FM. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.